personal transformation. Becoming that man. Yes, I noticed you're uh, that man today. You're that man. You're taking up that space. I'll go here then. <laughs> And the question, okay, the real question we have today, Hans, is... We're a bit how, later. How do you do a Facebook Live with another man, both get on camera so you can see each other well, and both of you manspread? <laughs> That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. So, <laughs> what, uh... Today we're talking about personal transformation using like there's a lot like a lot of people take courses or they read books or seminars or journeys of personal growth but one of the fastest ways to transform is to take a leap take a leap that scares the shit out of you in the direction of the man that you want to be mm. and then after you take the leap you're gonna look behind you and be like holy sh what who am I? You're going you're gonna to be a new man. You're going to see yourself differently. Everyone who knew you knew you as the man that would never do that. And now you just did it. So they're all like, who is this guy? Now you want to keep becoming. You, you, now you want to you wanna keep that. You can't go back. Yeah, you want to keep that new reflection and, and status and whatever of yourself. So you're going to want to. And let me give you an example. So Archie uh, is, is a. A guy I met when I came back from the states or fr from my travels, and I was I was I mean I was so excited about Africa. This was after my second trip to Africa, and he his son was a roommate of uh, a friend of mine, and he and, he, and the son had told him about all my stories, and he and Archie was like seventy five. He'd never been to Africa. He always He's wanted to go to Africa. He's African American. <laughs> He'd always wanted to go to the motherland, right? No one he knew had been to Africa. None of his relatives had been to Africa. And uh, he'd never done anything so adventurous. He doesn't know himself this way. And he's got all kinds of like hesitation about going, reasons why it's maybe he shouldn't. Mm. And I really had to keep you know, sharing these stories, encouraging, encouraging, making it so he could come. Um, and I, and I was, I was organizing a safari and, uh, he came, I, you know, and when he was there, like I also made it. So like, let me give him the most fucking epic experience possible. Right. He's there three weeks. He goes home and at, like his son told me, please just humor my dad. Just tell him your stories. He's never going to go. I know you, you want to take him on safari. He's, trust me, my dad is never going to go. Like I've known him my whole life. My dad's not going to Africa. He goes back and it's like to his whole family, right? He's 75. They're like, fucking, we have a fucking adventurer in the family, you know? Like, they're like, what? We're, we're posting from Kenya about the shit that he's doing. And they're like, Uncle Archie, what? It is blowing, he's blowing their minds. So he goes back, he's got the status, he's got the stories, he's got the confidence. He's a fucking adventurer now. So, and he's also left a girl behind. Well, in Africa, you mean? Yes. 
Well, if you're an adventurer and a world traveler, what do you do? You go back to Africa and go get her. You know what I mean? So he goes back the next year on his own. I, he didn't even tell me he was going. He just fucking shows up there to go and uh, be in Africa and go after this woman. And years later, this is, it's been, what, six years? Not even six years since he came with me on that first trip. He now lives there. He's, married, he gone, he's gone back several times. He lives there. They're buying a small piece of land with some goats and chickens, making a garden. He's he eight, in Kenya. He's like 82 years old. She's 40 years younger than him. She's like 40. And uh, he's going to die there. And it's like the guy was going this way with his life. I mean, this the jobs that he had, the life path that was on. Yeah, tell me no, again what his job was. Nothing would have predicted this. No. Nothing. What was he doing? Because you told me, but I think it's valuable. Well, he had retired. He had worked in this education system. I don't think he was a teacher. I think he was faculty, like at schools and stuff. I don't know, something like this. And then he became a driver instructor at Sears. So this is, this is just a really, you know, this is a very normal path in life. Nothing could have predicted eh, this fucking right turn. This is like... You're going down the highway. There's no road here. And then you just go, run off the road, you know? Nothing ever predicts that. So, so we're talking about the power of transforming yourself on an identity level about how you know yourself and how everyone else knows you. If you make a leap like this, and not like I did this myself, and it's, it becomes addictive. It's so yes. powerful, you know? Um, and whereas... Like Where a, was, what was your leap? I'll, t I'll tell you in a second. There's been a lot of them. But, but when guys are trying to grow, what they're doing is staying inside of their comfort zone mm. and just pushing the edge a little bit. Mm. Let me do this one little thing that scares me a little bit. Let me do another thing that's a little bit scary, but not too scary. And let me do another little thing. And it, man, that path is hard and long and doesn't result in transformation. It's just like linear, step-by-step -step growth. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. But imagine you could transform by leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I, was a good, I was a good Mormon boy until, until the day I started, you know, until, I, until the day I ran away from, well, until the day I flipped my mom off. And then started running away from home and then stole a car and then drove out west, you know? No, I mean, the, the car I stole was stolen stole from us, back. but I stole it back from the thieves, you know? <laughs> a real Robin Hood. <laughs> but, but the moment, like, I do something like that, I remember, the, I remember when I was driving across the country and I was, at this point, I, I just turned 18. I'm driving across the country. I should be in class somewhere. I should be in school, you know? It's mandatory public education in, in the States, you know? And I'm fucking got the T-top down. I got the, the, the music turned up. And I realized, I don't have to get there. I don't have to get anywhere. I'm free. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So that's like... Those leaps, going that day to fucking steal the car back, you know, and the cop had the cops chase me and everything else. 
like in that moment, it gives me the reflection that to me, I'm a man. I'm going to do what is necessary to make things right for my people. Mm. You fuck my people over, I make it right. Even if it's against the law, you know, or you, yeah. But the thing is that you make the leap and then you see the reflection and then you cannot go back. Yes, you can't go back. Can't go You're back. the guy, you'll always be the guy that did that. Well, I saw it too with, like when I was an academic and then I met Zan, yes. you know, and I went from in August meeting Zan and being an academic and a couple of months away from defending my PhD and have this whole academic career in front of me to <laughs> chasing women all over the world, you know, being an adventurer and speaking about this and exploring this, exploring seduction, exploring men, women, you know, and, and so basically from being a good, studious, upstanding member of society to being a total dirtbag, <laughs> delinquent. Yes. And not only being that guy, but also being the guy who took that leap, because that yes. is not a small matter yes. that, you know, you could do it, yes. that, you know, you've done it, you know, that change, the change I've been and the change I've made, you know, both and of them. And you've never gone back. Never gone back. You're still, you're still a philosophical guy. Yes. But that's just on top of being a world right. traveling adventurer and everything like that. It was, you know, it was, uh, and I understood this when I convinced my brothers to make the leap from being my employees, mm -hmm. making just about minimum wage. And they were like about 18, 19 and 23. And, uh, to, uh, be an entrepreneur. Mm. That it was a huge leap, but I know what that does. You know, you go from working for the man, and he's your older brother, working for the man every day for nothing, and then you just go home. You're like, ah, this life sucks. Let's smoke weed and play video games and forget about how shitty our our life and our job or whatever it is. To all of a sudden, you're every day. You're fucking getting up before the sun. You're going for a run. You're holding yourself to a really high standard. You're in a group of entrepreneurs. You're you're knocking on doors every day. You're you're collecting big checks. You're you're all of a sudden you are the man. They went from boys to men in like 30 days, mm. and it was the power of making that initial leap. And then once you have that new status and that reflection about who you are and that feedback, you know they and they'd have. Uh, customers saying them, you know, like, how old are you? And like the customers are impressed, you know, they're running their own business, they're selling, they're working hard that like, like the transformation, it was night and day. Mm. It was night and day. But you invited them into it. And you know what? They've, to this day, they're entrepreneurs. Right. And it was an unpredictable, like you could not look at the path they were on. There's no way. You couldn't look at the path that they're on and say, those guys are going to be entrepreneurs. But you, you, you invited them and they seized the opportunity. I got invited by Zan. I got invited and I seized the opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Is, is that our opportunities everywhere? And do you just need to seize them? Or do you go and need to fight and create them also? Like guys, like you didn't really get an invitation. Did you? Did you get an invitation to, to, to go away from school and go get that car and drive west? 
Yeah, it's a good question. In a way, I think there's, I think there's, I mean, if you don't have any of these components and, and you want that, yeah, you got to fight for it. But mm. it's really powerful to have an elder man in your life who's living the way you want to live, walking the path that you want to walk, and you can take a leap and then become like him. Yes. And for you, that was Zan in that instance, yes. right? Because I'm looking at it and, I, and I, I've grown to believe that opportunity is everywhere. Yes. really is every if we see it I mean if nothing else we're putting out a call every fucking day yes you know? we're putting out but that call let's talk about guys joining us in a program that we offer mm. you know a lot of guys will do it based on do I feel comfortable am I ready yes um us uh, too much money that might make things difficult I'm not sure whatever it's even you know and when you signed up to have me join you in taking your business to the next level over the next nine months. And I said, there's no guarantee. I'm not going to guarantee shit. Mm. It's all on you. I wanted you to have to face the fear and have no fucking parachute or whatever and be able to look back and say, yeah, I did that. Mm. Like, and to have that identity level knowledge that, that you, if I had made it too easy, if I had drug you along... It, I would have deprived you of knowing that you fucking, you faced the fucking, you looked over the edge of the cliff. You're like, mm. holy fuck. You want me to fucking do what? I could lose all my money. I could go bankrupt. I could fail. This relationship could go to hell. And then uh, I'm embarrassed. I'm broke. And I can't travel. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's so powerful to give an invitation like that. To also, like, I'm, I'm here for you. Right. Right? But you had to, I didn't make you do it. I didn't make it easy. But I, you looked over the cliff and then you fucking jumped. I, it would be easy for me to, like, receive the praise of that. It would be easy. And I just look at it and, like, there's been moments in my life, and this one is one of them, where, where you tell me all you got to face everything. But the, the choice for me was very natural. I don't feel I was courageous in any way. It's the same when I met Zan and I saw this new path. And for and some people have been praising me. They, oh, that's courageous. Leave this comfortable life behind. And I never hesitated one second. I, I didn't hesitate. So either the opportunity was, was so great that I couldn't say no to it. Or you, well, know, you, you, you say you didn't hesitate. Maybe on some level you kind of knew that you were going to do it. Yes. Maybe you knew you were going to do it. Yes. But you had a lot of uh, a lot of questions for me. A lot of kind of I felt your fear. I felt the hesitation. Right. You know, maybe deep down you knew you had to do this. There was no doubt yes. that I'm going to do it. Yes. There was no doubt that I was going to go and do this with Zan. There's no doubt. Well, and so one one piece is you have a guy there who okay, if I'm going to make this leap, I want to do it with this guy. Yes. Right? Yes. That's an important, That's uh, an important part. factor. And if you come back to, like, maybe one of the first times for me was when I would go out and I would visit my grandfather. I've told you these stories. But uh, his way of teaching was, for example, when uh, I was 14, you know, in Maryland, you can't start driving until you're 16. I'm 14. I'm out there with my grandfather. 
We're driving down the highway one day, and he's like, do you want to learn how to drive? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right. And he pulls into a church parking lot. We switch places. Sorry, just, you know, take it around the parking lot a few times. And then we took it around the parking lot a few times. He's like, eh, I think you're good enough. Hit the highway. <laughs> that was his way of teaching. My grandfather is like, I'm riding shotgun. I trust you. Let's go for it. Uh, like, let's take the big risk, the challenge. And, and that's how my grandfather was. And I fucking loved him for it. Because he believed in me. He also, this was a, this was a, a cowboy, a multimillionaire, real estate developer. He was a World War II veteran. He was a bishop in his church. Like he was a, in the Mormon church, he was a leader. Um, he had tons of grandchildren. He had, I mean, I mean it's, it's it, cowboy, it's, it's endless, right? His list of like who this guy was in, in my mind. You know, he's the kind of guy that you, you know, when you're a kid, you, I, back in the day when I was like 12, 13, and maybe 14, I was reading like the Louis L'Amour books, the cowboy adventure books, you know, about the swashbuckling American cowboy out in the Wild West. And like, that was my grandfather, you know? Mm. So, uh, so he takes me up into the mountains, a, a group of, small group of his grandchildren up into the mountains one summer. And it, and during the school year, I was I was back on the East Coast, and they like they thought of us back home as back east as like the city slickers and the we're not like real mm. cowboys and adventurers and everything like this, even though we lived in the country. But and uh, and my dad was a dentist; he wasn't like a you know a cowboy or whatever. Right. So he takes us for a week in the mountains up in the Utah mountains. Your grandfather. My grandfather. Just my grandfather and some of the grand, his grandkids, his older grandkids. And first day, we take the horses down to the river, and I'm kind of attached to the biggest horse, which is young. He's he's never been ridden bareback, right? And you know, I'm <laughs> I'm like, I want to be a cowboy like my grandfather, you know. And uh, the horses get done drinking, and I'm like. You know, they're about to go back to the camp, walk the horses back to camp. And I'm like, you know, Grandpa, I think my horse, you know, he wants to drink a little more. <laughs> and my, my grandfather, like, he had to know me by that point, you know, because I was the kid who, in his backyard, in, his, in, his, in the pastures where his sheep were, I would drive his little red go-kart with another one of my cousins, and we'd chase the sheep around, and I'd, I'd try to lasso the sheep and then jump out and climb onto the sheep while we're in the car, you know? And uh, he had to know what was coming. He had to know I was going to try to ride this horse, you know? And, uh, and he says, okay, all right, now, Michael, I just want to tell you, this, this young horse, it's never been ridden bareback, and it's, bare, it's bareback right now, right? It's never been ridden bareback. Do not try to ride this horse. It'll... It's, it won't be good. It won't go well. Also, it's got a full belly of grass and water. This is not a time to ride a horse. He's like, okay. Okay, Grandpa. You know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for them to turn around. The, as soon as they turn around the bend and I can't see him anymore, I find the largest rock I can find. I lead the horse over to the rock. And I'm like, and I throw myself up onto this horse. 
the horse immediately just bah, jolts its legs, hind legs, uh, high in the air. I go somersaulting over its head. I land crooked and uh, snap my ankle. Just break my ankle straight through. I'm hollering, screaming, crying back to camp on one leg. And, you know, my grandpa has no pity for me. He's angry with me. He won't take me to the hospital. He didn't take me to the hospital at all. I stayed in Utah another month. My mom ended up being furious with him when she found out that it was broken clear through. But he's like, I told you not to ride it. And you rode it. Point is, from that moment on, I was a cowboy. I had the fucking balls to jump on a fucking unbroken horse and try to ride that motherfucker, you know? So what that did for me was like, yeah, I'm like my grandfather. Yeah, I didn't stay on, but that's just a matter of <laughs> skill and whatever, you know? I got, I'm like I my grandfather. On. That's the thing. Yeah, I jumped. I made the leap. So um, that's the point. So that's what I'm pointing at as far as guys who want to transform themselves. Make a leap. In business, with women, with leadership, with any, any area of their life. It's so powerful if, and, I, and I, I like that you brought that up, like, is there anything, is there anything else? And it really helps to have a mentor. Mm. Really has, it helps to have a man who you aspire to be like, yes. who you can have a real connection with, right? Um, and uh, make a leap. And if it's scary, great. You know, you. I was on. I got on Steve's call yesterday. Steve Mayeda. Yes. And. Uh, hey, Steve. A bunch of guys on the call, and they, he gave me some shit about. You know, he's like, man, we. There's some guys who are upset at you in this community because you know you tried to get Anthony to go out there to Brazil and like leave his university behind and everything else, and. Uh, yeah, I didn't defend myself except to say, I, first I said, Anthony, don't listen to what I'm going to say. Don't do what I'm going to tell you to do. And then I said, come to Brazil. <laughs> first the disclaimer. <laughs> but, and, and I think that that's what young men need is a call to adventure yes. and a call to honor and an invitation to go be with mentors men but who they aspire to be what like. a gift that was from zan you know to invite me into that i didn't even yeah. see such a thing possible yes. it wasn't there and all of a sudden there's this whole world that opens up and it's fantastic yep and i'm invited into it yeah and i'm not gonna go it's, it's impossible yes so yes. thanks to him you know yes. thanks to him being a a great mentor that way inviting yes. me into that world and it's, you live in a whole new world. You're a whole new man. Completely different. And I was before we started this call. I was I was pointing at. You know, you you do work with uh, with men to get better with women, mm -hmm. and become uh, yeah become better leaders and stronger men and, and get better in their relationship with women, attracting women, navigating conflict with women, that sort of thing, and. Uh, one, I was I was just pointing out that one of the things that you that I don't think you realize oftentimes is so powerful in your story that's given you so much passion, so much confidence, and makes you so attractive 
um, to women is these leaps that you've made, mm. these bold actions that you've taken, these, these victories that you've fought for, that the moment that you do it, it redefines right. you. Right. And it's like you said, it's not, it's not just like going into this whole new path, but it's like, yeah, becoming a musician, like you said. Like I loved music and uh, playing guitar. And then one day I made an album. And just, I remember hearing it when I made it with Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, and I, I walked back, or I took a train back from Berlin to Belgium. And I just heard the songs that we made, you know? And I made them, I wrote them, and then, and like, what? And it's, I was a complete different person. Yes. You know, just, and I realizing that is such a, huh? Yes. Or, uh, or becoming a cyclist. Oh, and then, naturally, as he, what does a musician do? He makes more albums. And yes. you made more albums, yes. made music videos. And, you know, I mean, I've, we've traveled together for a good part of a year and a half. And I've seen, you know, several times you bring, you know, you meet a woman, you go to your room, and you put on your music video. And then it's done. You know, it's done. It's like, wow. You know, a musician. Wow. Automatic <laughs> What? You don't like music? Let me show you my bike. <laughs> yes. It's it for guys who want to get better with women. Now think like it, it almost maybe maybe it sounds obvious. I mean, musicians, yeah, they get all kinds of attention from ladies. Like just pick up a guitar and then try to play a song right. and it, it'll help you, you know. But you went from being a, there's tons of guys who can play guitar to like you have albums. You are a musician. Like it's a whole next mm -hmm. level as soon as you publish an album. And so working with men to get better with women, it, it might sound kind of counterintuitive, but go fucking slay some dragons, get some victories, get on the battlefield mm -hmm. and, and do shit that scares the fuck out of you and get some wins. Mm -hmm. You know, the moment that you leave your town on a one-way ticket to a continent where you've never been before... And you tell people, they're like, when are you coming back? And you're like, I don't know. You're like, what are you going to do? There? I don't know. And you go, and then sometime in the future, you come back weeks, months later, years later, whatever. You are not the same guy. You are now a world traveler. That is adventurer. great. That is great. That like, because because I've been maybe thinking for people watching this and say, wow, I got lucky because I got invited. I got lucky, whatever. But this is an opportunity that anyone has. Yes. You can buy a one-way ticket. Yes. And instantly you're an adventurer. Yes. Instantly you're com you're someone completely different. Yes. So it is that simple. And it, you know, guys will like the guys will try to work on their confidence. They'll try to they'll try to like grow themselves in all these other ways that don't end up transforming them mm. into a new man. And uh, man, if you imagine all in one year, you, you publish an album, you go uh, on some one-way adventures, and I don't know, you write a book. Write a book. Right? You're an author, you're a musician, you're a world traveler. This is, this, like, you look to your behind you on the path of life, and you look ahead to you, and there's like nothing you can't do, you know? Mm. Level of confidence, and, 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 and then how everyone else knows you. They know you as a guy who's not stopped. Mm -hmm. Who knows what Hans is gonna do next? Right, like the guy's just fucking does it, you know. So um, it's really powerful, and it's 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 even more powerful if you can be part of a group of guys 
who are taking on similar challenges mm. and are on a similar journey. That's why you and I are starting a group yes. for guys to just be doing this. It's not about women per se. It's not about uh, money per se. It's about living a bold, adventurous life with a group of brothers. Carving your warrior path. Yes. Yes. You know, so you can look back and say, oh, I've done that. Yes. I slayed that dragon and that one. Yeah, imagine you look behind you and you see fucking mountains you've climbed, dragons laying bloody because you fucking chopped their head off. You know, like. And the first one could be, I took a one-way ticket too, and I was gone. Yes. Or I gave up yes. that. I walked away from that job yes. I didn't like. You know? Or I committed a big amount of money, mm. time, energy to go and work with someone I admire. Yes. I mean, you went... After you went traveling with Zan, you also went and became his mentee. Yes. And you just said, let me show up and serve. Mm -hmm. That's another kind, like, what kind of person does that? Here's the power. This, I talk about the art of reflection. If mm -hmm. you understand that our minds are always reflecting back to us who we are in the story of life. Mm. And that when you, when you do something, when you do anything, it's, it's, as, it's as if it works this way. Your mind is asking, what kind of person right. does something like that? What kind of person devotes himself to become someone's uh, mentee? Yes. And just, this motherfucker, he's committed wow. That's a, to learning seduction yes. about love. It's so powerful. That's a big one. Because that I realized. Because I had status. You know, I even had girls at university because I was teaching. You know, uh -huh. and I had a whole path. I mean, being a professor or becoming a professor is, is great. Status, income, connections, you know, travel, a lot. And I still felt, ah. And then when Zan invited me, I saw an invitation in something that I really like. I could learn. And I instantly, before anything, even before he invited me traveling, I said, I'm at the service. I want, I'm, I'm going to make myself indispensable to him. Yes. I'll do anything because yes. I want, you know. What kind of person does that? Right. That's a... It's really powerful. It's really powerful. You know, we haven't, I haven't done an inner conflict diagram with you, mm. but it shows this is one of the, this is one of the absolutely destructive results of navigating life by compromise, which is how most people do it because of how they've Protecting. been conditioned to deal with external conflicts with external authority. Right. They internalize that external authority and then they compromise on their own values and commitments. And then they're left with the reflection, what kind of person betrays himself? Mm. What kind of person says he's gonna do it, doesn't do it, allows himself to lie to himself by saying some bullshit. Right. And then there, you look in them, you get, you get a certain reflection. You know, if you go to the mirror every morning and you got, it looks like you got two antennas sticking out of your head. In a matter of weeks or months, you're going to, am I a fucking, I'm a Martian. You can start believing it, you know. But what I see in, the, in this, like, I'm very careful not to, I don't want to take praise, but I see this now for the first time, how I like went from having status, having a lot, you know, and being willing to give that up to learn. Yes. And that is what I see when we've been training ourselves by society, like how, how unglorious it is 
it does give us just enough that we're too afraid to give it up. Mm. You know, not enough to thrive, not enough to feel glorious, mm. but just enough that we're afraid to lose that. You know? And and we surround ourselves by friends who will keep that status. Yes, they'll, they'll give us that amount of status. Man. Versus allies are are like they're gonna hold you to the man that you could be. Right. They're not gonna give two shits about this this the image that you think you are that you're mm -hmm. trying to protect. It's like we we. We want to be the, the least oppressed. I'm a little bit less oppressed than the other people. So I'm not going to give this up. And, uh, and the status that we can have is, so my, my parents think I'm an all right guy. Right. My boss, he approves of me. My girlfriend, no, I, I, I'm a good boyfriend. I got some money. I'm earning, I have a paycheck every month. Yes. That's safe. Yes. I have a house. I have food. Yes. You know, and, if I, and I got a career in front of me. Yes. Now am I willing to give that up to be greater? to follow those dreams. Yeah, that's a, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear this in a way, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking for the people and, and I think I just got fortunate. I did not, I was not courageous, but the, but the willingness to give up whatever I had, whatever I had in the career and the money, that is, that is commendable. Yes, that yes. I would commend the guy on. You were almost, you had almost completed your doctorate, right? Yes. <laughs> Imagine you left university without uh, getting that degree right you know you when you look back on it you might think oh it was no big deal right yes. and this is maybe part of your personality type or whatever but this is also a disservice to guys like and like to honor yourself you worked you worked hard to uh, you almost get the victory and then you don't you just, you just right. leave it you just leave it behind you know the money i don't know if it costs you any money but the work, the time, the energy, and if you paid money for university, like all of that went into that. What your what your professors thought of you, what yes. you, maybe your parents or family thought of you. Um, this is uh, yeah, a sure path. Yes, a, a guaranteed path. Guaranteed path. Yes, yes. Huh. That's interesting. And uh, in the face of whatever your concerns were about that, you made a stand. You made a stand, mm. made a stand. and. Uh, yeah, so it's, um, man, I push people to do this all the time. And it's, and, and now I try to give disclaimers. If you hang around me, if you listen to me, whatever, and you end up jumping, like it's, you, you choose it, okay? Look at the, the potential risks and consequences, because I'm going to encourage you to go. I'm going to, you have, you have, <laughs> Your disclaimer is very much small print, though. <laughs> First, I gotta tell you, Anthony, don't listen to what I say. Do not listen to what I say. Okay? You heard me? Come to Brazil! <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I know, I mean, you, if, if he just leaves and he doesn't do it in a, in a courageous way, let's say he doesn't face his father or he doesn't really make a conscious choice he, if he's just trying to escape that's one thing that gives him a, a negative reflection but if he makes a stand and he realizes what he's risking and he realizes it, it might be a disapproval of his father but he tells his father dad this is what I'm called to do I must go I'm a man thanks for everything you've done for me I appreciate you I, I still love you but adventure calls honor calls brotherhood calls I'm going. 
And then he comes and he, he knows he's the guy that made that leap. Mm -hmm. And he's with us who are taking care. And he can walk in our footsteps if that's what he wants. Man, that could transform him in the most powerful ways. Because mm. I'm, not, I'm not a guy who's going to tell him to like, like fuck your dad. No, I'm, I stand for men honoring their fathers, mm -hmm. their mothers, the people in their life. Mm -hmm. this, this would not be like Anthony just fucking saying, ah, fuck the world, you know? Yes. Now, even if he did that, if, if that's all he felt he would do, but he had to fucking get out and start something new... I'd also support him in that. Mm -hmm. You can go back and deal with your father later. Dad, I'm sorry. I didn't have what it took to f confront you, but I knew that fucking adventure called. Mm. Like, you can still deal with it, you know? And so, man, I, I know how much uh, a leap. Like, my, my brothers, to this day, they're entrepreneurs. And it's normal. One of them has made well over $100 million. I mean, it's... It's very normal to be scared, you know? And it's very normal not to take the leap. I mean, even Neo, the first time asked, he didn't take the leap. You know, he had to have a second chance. Because Morpheus was saying, take the leap. Yes. He looked at his, fuck this. <laughs> if we look far enough into our past, to our ancestors, they, you know, we're scared of coronavirus. And many people didn't, the average age was like less than 40, mm -hmm. even a couple hundred years ago. People just didn't, you get, the, the Black Death killed like something like a third or half of the world's population. You know, it's, it's, uh, we lived in much riskier times. My, on my mom's side of the family, if you follow the, her father's father's all the way back to the first guy that came to America in 1650-ish, he knew he was going to get punished at work uh, on a Monday. So on a Friday or Saturday, he's like, fuck that, fuck those motherfuckers. And he got on a boat for America. This is back when, like, you got a 30% chance of making it. Takes you three months. You got to work like a slave for, like, seven years before you earn your freedom. And he fucking went for it. And then uh, he fell in love with his uh, boss's daughter. Took a boat back across to England. Said, Mom, I love you. I got to go back and marry this woman. Have a nice life, Mom. Got back on the boat. Started a new life in America. If not for him, I'm not here. You know? What a great man. Why? And maybe he first did it to avoid a whipping. So, he still went back and made things right with his mom. He still chose a courageous path in life. So I'm, uh, I am much less, I, you know, don't hang around me if you, if you, if you really want a normal comfortable life because that's uh man I, to me that's not living but that's not who we're calling to yes we're calling to neo here you go neo we know you're out there <laughs> you're the get, one get you're out of one. neo's face get your nose out of neo's face he doesn't want to kiss make you. the leap neo <laughs> man do it <laughs> jump jump yes yes but don't jump don't jump really. it's, it's not wise there's all kinds of things that could don't go. Jump, don't jump. There's all jump. kinds of things that could go wrong with, with jumping. Disclaimer ended. Yes. Jump. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. <sighs> all right. You want to put out another call or we finish it? We have spoken. We have spoken. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>